Mm, I might need a little something to clean out the taste in my mouth. Whether you're a vampire, ghost, or mummy, I'll give you a chocolate, a lolly, or gummy. Gobble them quick, aren't they yummy? But eat them too fast and you'll hurt your tummy. Oh, <laughs> I wrote a little rhyme for you listeners, all about eating. Oh, but do you know the origin of trick-or-treating? Here's a fun fact. This tale involves me, Nanny Cadavra, and my bag full of sweets. Written by Meredith Morgenstern. Performed by Nicole Goodnight. With sound sculpting by Christina Manenti. Listen up to hear how I once left my mark in the town without candy. A long time ago, before even your grandparents were born, there was a small town that was not near any other town and not near any cities. Someone who wanted to visit would have to drive for hours and hours, past forests and deserts, past grass prairies and swamps before they arrived. But then, not many people wanted to visit the town. In fact, most people had never even heard of it. If you lived anywhere else, you might go your entire life without hearing the name of this town. And if you found yourself there by accident, you'd try very hard to leave as quickly as you could. In most ways, this was like an ordinary town. There were houses, a school, a doctor, and a dentist. There was one restaurant and a general store. A small empty building showed movies sometimes. On weekends, you could go fishing in the river on the east side of the town, or you could have a picnic on the hill on the west side. However, if you did go for a picnic, or out to dinner at the restaurant, or to see the movie, you were not allowed to bring candy or have dessert. This town had absolutely, positively, no sweets. No twisty red ropes, no squishy orange gummies, no bright yellow chews, not even chocolate. No ice cream after dinner if you ate all your vegetables, and if you had a sore throat, your mom had no honey to give you. How did the kids here grow up without candy? Didn't they know what they were missing? They did not. The kids in this town didn't know what candy was, so they didn't miss it. They had few cavities and hardly any tummy aches. When they went to the doctor, she gave them a sticker for being a good patient, instead of a lollipop. Every year on Halloween, the kids of this town still dressed up in costumes and went trick-or-treating, just like other kids. Except in this town, when the children went door-to-door, -door, they had to give the grown-ups treats. Kids who were good at art might give out little orange pieces of paper made to look like jack-o'-lanterns. Or kids who were into sports might hand out baseball cards. The adults would happily take their treats from the kids and put them away somewhere special. Maybe once in a while, the grown-ups would take out their collection of Halloween treats and think, My, my, what wonderful children we have in this town. They are so creative and generous. This went on for many years. Those kids would grow up and become adults who collected homemade treats from kids on Halloween, and so on. But nothing lasts forever. And even in this town, so far from anywhere else, something, or someone, was bound to come along and change things.
No one in town knew where the lady had come from or when she arrived. One day she wasn't there, and the next day she was. No one could agree on what she looked like either. She was tall, or was she short? She had dark skin, light skin, olive skin. She wore a long dress or a pair of pants. Whatever she looked like, however she got there, and whoever she was, everyone agreed on one thing. She certainly wasn't from there. Early in the morning, the lady walked through the town with her chin up and her back straight. She smiled. She sauntered down the town's one main road as if she knew exactly where she was going and what she was doing. Everyone watched her from their windows, but she never looked to the side. She stared straight ahead and walked without rushing. When she got to the town's one school, she sat on a chair that hadn't existed a moment before. She crossed her legs and smoothed her skirt or her pants. Dipping to one side, she picked up a bag that also hadn't existed a moment before. She placed the bag gently on her lap and waited. All the parents of the town wondered whether or not it was safe to send their children to school. What if she was a witch who would use the potions in her bag to turn all of the children into toads? Maybe she was a goblin, and she intended to pluck each child up by their collars and place them squirming and whining into her bag. Some children are good at listening to their parents, and some children are not. Even in this town without candy, there were children who were not good listeners. They were the ones who finally left their houses. As a group, they walked, then skipped, then ran towards the school. When they reached the lady, they gathered around her. But just like a dog that finally catches its own tail, once they achieved their goal, they didn't know what to do. The younger kids looked to the older kids, and the older kids looked down at their shoes and blushed. The lady said nothing either. With a kind smile on her face, she opened her bag and reached inside. When she brought her hand out, the fingers were closed. The kids didn't speak, but they all had different ideas of what she held. A small mouse, flower petals, pirate treasure, marbles. When the lady knew she had their attention, she slowly opened her fingers. In her palm sat several tiny presents. At least to the children, they looked like presents. The objects were wrapped in colorful paper that twisted into bows at either end. Each child took a present and unwrapped it. They stared at the colorful jewels inside the papers. They looked around to see what the other children had. And then, as if this is what they had been waiting for all their lives, they knew to put these presents into their mouths. Oh, the joy, the sweetness, those candies that tasted like cherry, but weren't cherries, mints that made your mouth tingle. The sweet syrup slid down their throats like a sugary waterfall. How those children's eyes opened wide with pleasure. Before they had finished, they had their hands out, silently asking the woman for more. The good listeners saw their friends smiling and asking for more of whatever it was the lady had given them, so they now ran out of their homes and down the road to the school. The lady <laughs> laughed from her seat as she pulled out handful after handful of candy and tossed it into the air. The children reached to catch whatever they could, sometimes dropping candies in their haste to open them and get them into their mouths as quickly as possible. 
Big kids helped little kids. Friends compared flavors they had tried and swapped for ones they hadn't had yet. Once the grown-ups saw their children eating out of the hands of a stranger, they left their houses and ran to their children. By the time the adults got there, the kids were wild with sugar, running around in circles, smashing against one another. They jump up and down, they climb trees super quickly. Oh, the yelling and screaming. Some children just stood in place and shook with bottled energy. The grown-ups didn't know what was going on or why this was happening, so they did what grown-ups always do when they have no control and can't figure out the situation. They grabbed their own kids and yanked them back home. Naturally, the kids fought back, but all that sugar was starting to wear off. They were growing tired and cranky. When their parents got them home, all the kids were sent to their rooms. No one went to school that day or the next. By lunchtime, the lady had disappeared. The children all cried in bed from such tummy aches. The parents of the town held a meeting to discuss what happened and what to do next. However, since they didn't know where the lady had come from, how she'd gotten into the town, or where she'd gone when she'd left, they didn't know how to stop her from coming again. And since all the parents had grown up without candy, they didn't quite know what it was or how to make their children's tummies feel better. Everyone went home feeling silly and helpless. Two nights after the lady had given them candy, when they were feeling better, a few children left their houses to go play outside before the sun went down. When they opened their front doors, each of them found a small bag on their porch. Each bag held dozens of sweet treats like the ones the lady had given them. The children were smart enough not to tell their parents about this. They took their bags and met up by the school again where they swapped for their favorites and ate candy until they got tummy aches again. All the next day, the parents of the town wondered why their children were sick again. A grown-up without kids who worked at the school called another meeting and showed the parents all the candy wrappers she'd found at the playground. The parents went home and sent their kids to their rooms again, and this time, no one was allowed out after dinner. After another day passed, the children were all sent to their rooms straight after school. This time, the parents waited outside for bags of candy to appear. When they did, the parents took the bags inside and hid them. They did this a lot of nights in a row. As usual with children, they got bored of being sent to their rooms every night. They knew that there was candy waiting for them outside and they wanted it very badly, even if they felt sick after eating it all. When the kids who weren't good listeners couldn't take it anymore, they put on their Halloween costumes. They snuck out of their bedrooms or back doors and hid behind bushes. Bags of candy arrived outside their doors. The children waited until their parents had stepped out to pick up the bags. Then, they rang the doorbells of their own houses. When a parent would answer, the children held out their hands and demanded candy. And since all parents think their child is good, the parents didn't think that this could be their own little darlings breaking the rules by leaving their rooms and demanding candy. The children were so happy with this trick that they soon went to their friends' houses for candy. The grown-ups never figured it out because sometimes, grown-ups just want to believe that everything is fine and nothing bad is happening. Soon, even the good listeners joined them. However, the smart children figured out if they did this every night, pretty soon even their parents would get suspicious. So they decided, as a group, that they would only trick the grown-ups of the town once a year on October 31st, the day the lady had first come and introduced them to the sugary delight called candy.
Thank you.